What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Lately, it seems like I have a lot less friends going on as I continue to share my message, my truth, and love with everyone. Um, and ultimately, what we're going to get into today is probably not the uh, most popular message, especially amongst uh, religiosity or churchianity or dogmatic belief systems. Forgot to light my candle. Got to get the vibe going in the studio today. So we're going to be talking about today uh, something that's very near and dear to my heart, uh, the Book of Enoch. This is really kind of what I've built my channel on. It's uh, where I started. It's what originally opened up all of these conversations within myself and others. Um, and these conversations are really important to have because they are so deeply rooted into our religious traditions that we absolutely have to have these conversations or we don't have a clue what we're talking about. So, with that said, Enoch was part Anunnaki and keeper of the secrets of the heavens. Okay. He was a keeper of the secrets of the heavens. He was part Anunnaki. I'm going to prove that today. We're going to talk about it. Um, some of the things I'm going to reference today. Thank you guys for the lightning hands, by the way. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, that's where I started too, Chani says. So I picked up a book while I was on vacation called The Lost Book of Anki. This is by Zachariah Sitchin, okay? Controversial author, I understand that. However, he is very scholarly in my humble opinion. I think he does his research. I think he knows his stuff. Um, and he really puts two and two together in a way that makes a whole heck of a lot more sense than what you're hearing coming out of the churches right now. I'm not against church, guys. You, you know that. Like The whole construct of it is what I have an issue with. The whole dogmatic programming of the brain. The um, attacks I've had from people this week in the comments on my social medias. From people that are supposed to be my friends that think they're helping. They think that they're trying to help me. They think that I'm leading people to hell. I don't understand why someone is threatened because I'm looking deeper into the data and getting a different message out of it. Rather than just believing believing the whole narrative that we've been told. So for me, I'd rather look and understand where all this comes from. So, um, by the way, the description of this, I've, I've gone into some detail about the names I'm going to share today, who they are in the mythologies. That way you can copy them and paste them and go look them up. You can look them up on Wikipedia or Google, um, wherever you want, wherever you want. Um, but but I, I suggest look them up in a lot of different places. Get... Get as much data as you can to try and understand what the story actually is. And then just deconstruct the understanding, whether from dogmatic, this is historically accurate, whatever. Just try to open up and go, hey, this is a mythology. It's based on the myths and the legends and the word of mouth, the vocal traditions that were handed down. And try to understand that truth about it rather than like I, I've got to have this one way this one path this one thing because uh, I'm not here to threaten anybody's understanding of who Jesus was or who your God is or anything like that but rather just open up into kind of a bigger conversation around this like a more adult more grown-up more open-minded 
conversation. Like let's let's grow up a little bit and actually love each other rather than acting like uh, we're a bunch of kids fighting on, in the schoolyard. Like this is I, I understand social media. It's easy to like you know jump in and be a comment warrior, and I've seen a lot of them. I've seen a lot of them lately. Uh, people that should ultimately, I think, know better and be uh, kinder and more loving to people. And so um, that's actually why I'm going to do this episode today, because uh, I think we need more hard-hitting, authentic look at what may have been. Amy says, many ways to break down the Bible and its codes. Absolutely, and absolutely. Um, so the point of today is we're going to look at a couple of characters within these mythologies, and I'm going to show you their biblical counterparts. Why do I even continue messing with the Bible? Because it's important. It's important. It holds a lot of mythologies. It holds a lot of esoteric truth. Holds a lot of magical type doctrine. Also holds a lot of dogma with people that didn't understand what they were talking about. So I don't buy it as the whole word of God because I think you and I are the word of God. The word of God was Om was the sacred vibration, the beautiful computation, the divine computation of God. By the way, that's not just me. That's the definition. Go look up the definition of the word logos, um, L-O-G-O-S in Greek, and it means divine expression or computation of God. Um, and so with that, you know, uh, that's that's how I approach this. You know, try to have good data. Um, try to have an open mind and an open heart. And ultimately, love our community. And that's that's what we have to do. Somebody says, uh, you can't fix stupid. Well, um, I don't even like to call these people stupid. I think it's just ignorant. It's ignorance. Because ignorance means ignoring the data. It's in the state of ignoring the data. Um, and the only way to change your state is get up and move. And you got to get up and move and go look at the data and try to get a bigger picture of what's actually going on here. So... Uh, anyway, so Enoch was part Anunnaki keeper of the secrets of heaven. We know that from the book of Enoch, by the way, uh, just jumping into the book of Enoch, you can read, um, about who he was. There's Enoch one, Enoch two, a bunch of different ones. Um, and the different, uh, books of Enoch, by the way, if you read book of Enoch, you're most likely reading the books of Enoch. So you're going to have one Enoch, two Enoch, three Enoch and so on and so forth. And these different books of Enoch are from different types of uh, scripts that were found and kind of compiled together from these papyrus documents, right? So uh, Polo King says, Truth, Brother Cub, peace and love and light. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. Enoch 3 is basically Jewish mysticism. Quantum Christ said, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so it's like, it's a mix. Everything is a gumbo of doctrines, theologies, mysticism, um, and mythologies. And when I say that, people get so offended. Like, it's just like, it's like I have literally ripped out, um, you know, something in their body that, that has caused them pain, you know. And it's like, I don't understand that. Because for me, like, I just want to get more data. I am not worried about going to HE Double Toothpick. Um, I think that by seeking truth authentically, that's the path. Um, and so that's what I'm going to continue to do. So, um, but these characters, again, you can go read Enoch and we've talked about it today. I'm going to talk about how he's tied to the Anunnaki. So did you know that Noah actually had a Sumerian counterpart from a much earlier mythology? 
So, within the Sumerian mythology, the Anunnaki gods, Anunnaki, by the way, means they from which he- they from heaven which came. They from heaven which came. Um, so, from heaven to earth they came, Anunnaki. Uh, these gods hailed from the planet Nibaru, N-I-B-A-R-U, Nibaru. Rather than calling them watchers, as the Book of Enoch does, uh, they are depicted as the little g gods. And I'm going to write depicted. Because I'm working on my title here. So. so the little g gods. When I talk about watchers, fallen angels, and the little g gods, people try to argue and they go, no, 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 no. They're all separate. Guys, they're not. These are literally they from heaven which came to earth they from heaven which came to earth they're star beings they're highly evolved entities they have a lot of technology a lot of firepower their civilization was vastly beyond ours in fact when they found our planet according to the Enuma Elish and other clay tablets it was around 450,000 years ago when ancient astronauts touched down on planet Earth in search of gold and they established Eridu, which means home in the far away, they found a hominid on our planet and they began to genetically modify and splice with their own technology to make Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens, sorry. Um, I really wish my software would catch typos. But it doesn't, so... Um, so according to the mythology, um, and again, you guys can read it. Go read the Enuma Elish. Go look at the Sumerian tablets. Go look at the Book of Kings, uh, the Sumerian Book of Kings that was found. Um, and you can read about all the different kings. Um, and so this is just really, really interesting. And this this gets you to a place where you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe what I've been told, maybe this core understanding of who Enoch was is a little bit different just a little bit different so i'm going to talk about enoch and noah so enoch and noah you have within the biblical canon and we understand that noah was the one that got on the ark with all the animals in the anunnaki literature it's depicted a lot more like um, a genetic craft that was taken off the earth um and then the character within the sumerian mythology um is named where is it z i s u s u d r a z su sudra z su sudra it is a sumerian counterpart to noah to noah now if you remember in the book of noah which i've read from before and i'm going to read just like a little clip of it here for you um in the book of noah this is um the last part of the books of Enoch. It says, And after some days my son Methuselah took a wife for his son Lamech, and she became pregnant by him and bore a son. And his body was as white as snow and as red as a blooming of a rose. And the hair of his head and his uh, his long locks were as white as wool. His eyes were beautiful, and when he opened his eyes, he lighted up the whole house like the sun. And the whole house was very bright. And thereupon he arose in the hands of the midwife, opened his mouth, and conversed with the Lord of Righteousness. Now, I want you to remember, Lord of Righteousness is not necessarily God Most High here. 
Because in the Anunnaki literature, in the Sumerian, the Akkadian, the Babylonian, all of these different mythologies, you have the Lord of this, the Lord of that. You have Enlil is the Lord of the air. You have Anki is the Lord of the earth. Then later on, you have that flipped within the biblical canon, and it talks about Yahweh being the, the God of this world, or Satan is the God of this world, and then Yahweh is the God of this world and the God of flesh. And so you kind of start getting mixed mythologies, and we have to understand that, guys. I can't sit here and point you and say, this character is that character, and that character is that character. I can tell you there are archetypes and prototypes. A prototype is that you have an, an or, origin of... A character and then that character was then kind of manipulated or changed or even the character of that person if you've ever met somebody you've been friends with them 10 years go by you haven't seen them and then you meet them again and you go what happened to that person they're insane now what happened to that person they used to be a jerk and they're really nice now that's weird it's literally the character changed so why can't the the character of our gods change um, and when I say our gods, I'm talking about little G gods, guys. I'm not trying to offend anybody here. You have to understand that the fallen angels, the Elohim, and the little G gods are all the same human but highly evolved humanity with different genetic makeups, different stature, different technologies, different abilities. Uh, Infamy says Yahweh is the Elohim of Elohims. Well, he said he was. He said he was. There's no evidence to support that, by the way. Uh, there's no evidence to support that. Now, he said that, and I'm going to show you exactly, too, where Enlil says that within the Sumerian mythologies. We can see clearly that Enlil was not the good guy. Anki, his half-brother, was actually the good guy. Didn't always make the right decisions, but tried to help humanity, tried to make some better decisions towards, hey, we've made these these creatures. Rather than enslaving them, maybe they should live free. Then you have the story of the Garden of Eden and the snake. Hey, is that really what God said? But it's not actually God, right? It's a God. It's a God. Like, we have to be honest about this, guys. We have to be honest. So if you can't be honest about it, you can't find the truth. If you can be honest with yourself and say, hey, I don't know, and I have no reason to believe that this is God Most High just because it says it in a text, which, by the way, there's so many different texts, and to assume that the Holy Bible is the only correct one is just in ignorance. It's ignoring the other data. you got to have the data. you got to have good data, guys. And I don't have it all, by the way. I'm not claiming to be some perfect scholar here. I'm just claiming that I look deeper. I look deeper. So Enoch was the first human to experience gnosis and record it. Absolutely, quantum Christ. Um, tetragrammaton is what I've found most likely to be God. So tetragrammaton is part of the secrets of how to manipulate reality within this 3D realm. Um, it's not actually God, but it is, it is kind of like a cheat code to hack into the divine matrix. And that's the way I understand it. Um, God is actually a spirit being an entity. He's literally in a completely different plane and he's so massive that you're actually a part of him right now. He's so small that he's actually within you. It's literally within the quantum, within the quantum. So the Tetragrammaton is the yod heh or whatever you say. I don't speak Hebrew, guys. I'm sorry, but it's the Y-H-V-H. Or what people will just substitute and say, oh, that's God because of Yahweh. But it's not actually necessarily connected, okay? This is all derivations of 
the ancient mythologies, then the birth of mysticism and the secrets of the heavens, the ascension protocols coming out. Then you have uh, the stories of Lucifer, which Lucifer within the church is an evil entity, but within mystic circles, Lucifer is actually the one with keys to heaven. He is the one that wanted to help humanity. He's the Christ character. He is the Enki character within the Sumerian mythologies. So I'm just trying to give you guys like the big, big picture here. I'm not here to be a heretic. I'm not here to be blasphemous. I'm just literally looking at the data. And I think we all should, like any good scientist would, you go through the data and try to come to the best possible outcome with the data available. And then you continue to look for more data. And by holding the Bible and saying, this is it. This is the holy word of God. All I need for life in, is in here. Then you look and you find other data and you just go, wait a minute, I, that is an ignorant, that is an ignorance in the state of ignoring data. And again, no offense to anyone if you believe in the Bible or the biblical God or you're a Christian or whatever. By the way, I've been a Christian my whole life and I've deconstructed. And now I'm persecuted by the very people that I thought were brothers and sisters just because I've gone off script a little bit. They say a lot. I say a little bit because I've found more data and I've expanded my consciousness around what is the truth about God to look at where all of these gods, where all of these mythologies come from. So Noah is speaking with the Lord of Righteousness here. Again, this isn't like the last part of the books of Noah. This is the fragment of the book of Noah. It's like the last little part of the books of uh, Enoch. Excuse me. So with that... Um, the Lord of Righteousness. And his father Lamech was afraid of him and fled and came to his father Methuselah and said unto him, I have begotten a strange son diverse from and unlike man and resembling the sons of God of heaven or the Elohim or the gods or the watchers. And his nature is different and he is not like us and his eyes are as the rays of the sun and his countenance is glorious. Now, I do want to remind you, within the book of Enoch, they are not all of the same origin of literature. Some is Hebrew mysticism. Some is actually based more on the pre-Diluvian mythologies, the pre-flood mythologies. Some are straight out of um, like the Hebrew doctrine of like the patriarchs. So it's, it's a mishmash, just like the Bible is, by the way. Um... Did you ever consider the ancient faith before 1054? Um, I haven't looked into it, actually. And I, I would be very interested into understanding, like, what... Uh, I'm big into Gnosticism. You know, that's one thing that I've been accused of lately is, is oh, he's Gnostic. And uh, I mentioned to someone online, you know, that, you know, well, I am Gnostic. And they're like, oh, that's not something to be proud of. And I'm like, why? Like, what? Why? Be proud of what you believe, but don't be, pr don't be prideful in what you believe. Be willing to believe bigger. Be willing to believe more. Be willing to... Your, your brain is not a finite thing that is going to be filled up. Like, open up your heart, open up your mind, and you're going to find more. So, uh, Lazy Mama says, by the way, love your name. I just can't say it on here. Um, what is Gnostic? So, Gnostic uh, comes from the Greek word gnosis, gnosis. Noceus, however you want to say it, depending on uh, the uh, the spelling of it there. Um, and I'm not an expert in Greek, but I do know what it means. And Gnosis is essentially 
the alchemy of wisdom and knowledge. It's kind of the aha moment, the knowing, the, oh, like I get it. Um, or what you might call a revelation or a breakthrough or a, um, a God realization within the Hindu traditions, the gnosis of Christ, of the Christ within you, the, the entity and the spirit of Christ, by the way. I got like so much heat the other day for talking about Christ as a consciousness because I literally came out and said it. But because people aren't thinking, the church will teach you that like you got to be Christ-like, be, be in the mindset of Christ, be in the mind of Christ, you're part of the body of Christ, blah, blah, blah. They'll teach all of that, but as soon as you put the word consciousness on it, no, 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 no. We don't want you in the consciousness of it. We don't want you yoked that deeply with Christ because we got to believe that he's this person and this thing happened. And if it did, great, I have no issue with that. But I'm not here to teach that. There's about a million people that will teach you that. I'm here to teach you about the gnosis of the Christ consciousness, the Christos, the Krishna, whatever you want to call it. It is the light of man within humanity. The light within humanity. That is not a religious concept, by the way. It's for everyone because we all have access to it. Um, so, Christ consciousness. Hmm, lazy moment says... Yeah, and so that's something that you're going uh, you're going to understand as you dig deeper into it. That people are going to label that new age. They're going to say blah blah blah. Well, it's not new age because it's actually old age. It actually comes from ancient traditions, and even the early early Christians were, were what would be considered Gnostics. They didn't call themselves Gnostics, but it's kind of what we call that literature what we call the early, early church. And then you have people like Paul that were kind of fighting against it. Now, some of Paul's doctrine is actually highly mystical, but then it's like crammed with dogma. And so there's a bunch of theories about Paul that he was like a Roman plant and he was just trying to confuse what was going on in the church. Um, and then there's some theories that he talked about. There was a thorn in his side and it was actually a Roman spirit. And they're like, no, 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 you got to put this, you got to put that. And he's still mixing in the mystic truths within it. So either way, uh, you can't take it at face, va face value. So that's, that's kind of the most important thing. So, uh, yes, so is it like peace and love, this light within us? Yeah, absolutely. It's actually an illumination, too. When you meditate, when you pray, when you go within, when you do yoga, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, a lot of people do it um, by literally meditating. I mean, that's, to me, the best way. Because when Jesus talked about prayer... He was literally telling them to meditate like he and that's what people don't understand is they were praying with all of these chantings and blah, 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 blah. And they had all the stuff, right? They had all these form formulaic prayers. And Jesus was like, no, 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 no. When you pray, don't heap up words like they do, but rather go in secret and in quiet to your father who's in quiet like He's literally telling you how to go meditate, like go in your prayer closet, go in your room, go out into nature and meditate and commune with God. Have a God realization. Don't just sit there and heap up words to him, but rather receive from him what you need and then go out and create into this world. So uh, let's see. I meditated for the first time and I imagined this light out of my head. No idea why, but uh, felt like a download. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's the light of man. Uh, yeah, I knew what you meant. Absolutely. 
I knew you weren't irritated. So um, that's the light of man because it's literally an illumination from within. And when you find it, you find it, and nobody can tell you any different because you've experienced it. And you're like, oh yeah, there's something there. Then you got people coming at you. No, you need this. Like you need to trade that delicious meal you just had, that realization, that God realization, that that yoga you did, that um, meditation, that experience of Christ you just had. You need to trade that for dogma. You need to buy this dogma. This you need to drink the little bit of milk. That's all you get. That's all you get. And that's guys. That's all I hear in the comments lately. And and I know. It's just from people that are living in ignorance. They haven't opened their heart and mind up. And they're just literally preying on people's fear. Okay, And I'm not here to prey on anybody. I'm here to help people. Uh, you can ask anyone in my community. I am not about uh, just funneling you guys for money. I'm not about deceiving anyone. We have a beautiful, amazing community here of open-minded people. Uh, you can go check it out on my website, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. It's called the Cub Cooker Supernatural Patron Tribe. Go check it out. Go get you some. It's 19 bucks a month right now. It supports what we're doing. You get access to my show notes, a weekly challenge, live video uh, meetups. We literally do live Zoom type calls every single weekend. Um... We have a very vibrant, alive community over there that love each other. And any one of them will tell you. Uh, by the way, I'm putting the reviews on the website today. Go check out the reviews from real people that love this community. Nobody's doing anything like I'm doing, by the way. And I'm giving you guys uh, the opportunity right now to join in. 19 bucks a month. Nobody's community is that cheap, guys. Nobody that's showing up as much as I am that's built a platform online that's literally pouring themselves out into the community all the time. You guys know my heart. Thank you guys. I love you. I appreciate your help. Uh, and there's no way to join the live because I'm live on five different platforms right now. So nobody would hear you on other platforms. So uh, if you do want to collaborate with me, you can email me through my website and actually plan a collaboration. Show me what you got. Show me your channel. Show me your commitment to your community. And I'll consider partnering with you to do a collaboration. But you don't have a commitment to your community and you're not at least serving at the level that I am, then I don't want to partner with you. And I, that's my agreement going forward. So uh, if you're just on here to play around or debate with people, I don't do that. If you're a real creator that really loves your community, ask anyone in my community. That's why I'm here. I'm not here to play around and debate. I'm here to love people and, and bring you to the truth. Like literally bring people to the truth. That's all I can do. I'll show you where I'm finding it. I don't claim to have the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Uh, but I know I'm a lot closer than I was. I'm a hell of a lot closer than I was 10 years ago. A lot closer than I was a year ago. Go back and watch my original videos. Uh, I question even my own stuff still, though. Yeah, I mean, we all question our own. You know, I, I was questioning yesterday after I got so much heat in the comments from people. Again, people that were supposed to be my friends that just literally are putting me on blast. And it's 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 really, really rude. It's demonic. It's evil. Uh, they don't see it. They literally are hiding behind the name of Jesus and the salvation of the cross and everything, which is total BS in my opinion, because if you're going to treat people like that, then what good is your salvation? Go treat people like crap. Make them feel like they're in hell now and try to save them from hell later. That makes no sense. That makes no sense, guys. And I'm, I'm done. I'm going to continue speaking out against it because it's evil. It's demonic. 
it's ignorant. People are in so much ignorance. Multiple individuals this week. Just boom, 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 boom. People that are supposed... People that I know. I had at least three different people that I personally know that were absolute, absolutely ignorant towards me and absolutely believe that I'm leading people to hell and that I'm hurting people's salvation. I don't know how I'm hurting your salvation by bringing you ancient documents that are real. By bringing you the mythologies which you need to know or you can't understand the truth about Christ and you can't understand the truth about God. Well, there's only one God. Well, yeah, but that one God that said, I am, there you shall have no other gods before me. Go look up who he was. He was one of a bunch of different kids within the Canaanite religion. He says, I came out of Egypt. I'm in darkness and shadow and cloud. What else hides in clouds, by the way? I live out in West Texas. I want to talk about a little UFO story yesterday. So, um, Let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, somebody um, gave uh, a comment over here. I'll go look at your comments on or on um, YouTube here in a little bit. But um, praying for your dis-ease, by the way. I pray for you. Um, I pray that you're well, my friend. And I'm really sorry to hear about what's going on with you. If you have prayer requests, guys, we'll pray for you in this community. So uh, we don't charge for prayer or anything like that. So... Um, but back to my UFO story. So yesterday I'm driving and even my wife, my wife is not as big into the UFO stuff as I am, but there is a cloud outside of town and there's nothing else in the sky. And we often have thunderstorms roll up this time of year and, you know, they'll well up in the sky. But this was weird. This was literally a massive, probably 50, I don't know, maybe 50 miles away. I don't know how far it would have been. Maybe even 500. I mean, it was just, it was way, way out there on the horizon. Um, we looked at the radar. There was nothing for hundreds of miles. Um, and this would have been maybe the next town over. Um, and it literally looked like a UFO in the clouds. It even had like a shaft under it where it like looked like there was energy and light coming out of it. And it was just shrouded in this like perfect saucer shape. And when I say saucer shaped, I mean this thing probably had to be several miles wide. Like it was huge, huge. Um, I, I, I can't I can't tell you how big it was. I wish I had gotten a picture. Um, it literally was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, and my wife mentioned she goes, "That's a really weird cloud." And I'm like, "Yeah, that that is." Like we started talking about it, and then you know the sun set hit it and it was beautiful and lit up and you could clearly see the saucer shape and then under it you know how a cloud will like rain it was only like this piece of it it literally looked like an emoji for a ufo and and i don't i don't know how to describe it other than i don't think these things are like physically hiding there i think energetically they are i think they're like within they're between the veil kind of thing they kind of flicker in and out of reality, but they can displace the reality around them and hide in clouds. And we know that through like so many eyewitnesses. We know that through a lot of different declassified documents. 
We know that through a lot of different mythologies. And for me to see one last night, you know, where do they hide? They hide in the clouds. And literally it says in the Holy Bible that Yahweh dwells in thick clouds uh, that are like smoke. It doesn't necessarily say in smoke, but like he's dwelling in clouds. He dwells in darkness. He hides. And it even says you can hide your glory, that Yahweh can hide his glory. He can take on and off light, just like a UFO could turn on its lights and then turn them off. You got to understand these people back then, they did not understand what they were seeing. And they worshipped them as gods. And these Anunnaki that came down 450,000 years ago, according to the mythologies. And you can go read Zechariah Sitchin again, the lost book of Enki. I'm going to be going through all of his stuff because it ties together all of this. And so um, when we're talking about Noah here, that he resembles the sons of God of heaven, that's not present within your modern canonized bible but it's in the church of ethiopia's bible within the book of enoch this is a bunch of different mythologies tied together and we start to understand like okay wait a minute there's something else going on in our skies something else going on with world leaders um all of these things are a part of a massive chess game that we're a part of and i and i do believe that guys and it's no coincidence that this is episode 222 today. This is where I get back on track, y'all. Okay? I've been playing in the sandbox for a while, trying to figure out what I believe and everything. And I'm starting to really solidify more of my understanding of who the God Spirit is. Um, how we can access Him. By the way, through love. By the way, through just asking. By the way, through loving others. By the way, not through any dogma. It's not even a jealous spirit. It's just one that's always there to love you. Um, always there to be the perfect father and the perfect mother, by the way. The divine feminine, divine masculine. And then you have all these other manifestations of Elohim or gods. Um, you see them depicted in a lot of different characters throughout mythologies. Um, even Krishna said that whenever unrighteousness abounds, that he will manifest himself to humanity and that means that he's going to come that i will avatar into different individuals through humanity and bring that light back to humanity the light of man the christ jesus buddha krishna you know and you got plenty of people that'll argue no no no. jesus was the highest one I, I do believe he was the highest one i believe he yoked all of that together and gave us the the timeless message that millions of people still have access to now but We've, we've taken that message, chopped it up, put it with a bunch of Roman theology, built a church construct around it, a way to funnel money, and then um, we leave people with Pauline doctrine, other people's opinions, and you got 2% of the Holy Bible and the Christian faith is actually the words of Jesus. And if we actually followed the words of Jesus, looked at them, we'd have a lot shorter church services. We'd be out in the world doing the work and we would love people and we wouldn't kick people out of churches. Uh, we wouldn't choose to disinclude certain groups of people, LGBTQ, different belief systems. Oh, you believe God of the Old Testament was an alien? No, you can't go here. You can't be a part of this. No, you can't be in my religion. Oh, you're leading people to hell, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, again, it's just ignorance, guys. It's just ignorance. And so that's how I look at this. And of course, I love Jesus. Of course, I vibe on his message. But it's a different vibe than than maybe what you're, you're used to within the church tradition. By the way, I came out of it heavy, heavy out of it. So I know exactly what I'm talking about. Multiple points in my life. I trained, went through pastoral training 
with multiple different denominations. I knew I was going to be a pastor. And now I'm uh, a hippie TikTok preacher online here. So, you know, whatever you want to call me. What's up, Sad Daddy? How are you, brother? Standing strong with Be Welcome. Sean, welcome. I'm glad I'm streaming on Insta now. At least we're getting a handful of people that don't normally get to watch. So, um, anyway, yeah, got, got all this these iPhones going here. So, anyway, the Anunnaki, um, this is just super important. Zia Sudra, the Sumerian counterpart of Noah, and Enmed Yuranki. Enmed Yuranki is the prototypical Enoch, who within the biblical mythology is said to have been taken up to heaven by God. Now, I wrote all of this out in the description. You can go look it up, copy the names, go look up for yourself. Sad Daddy says, hey, hey, what is up, brother? Uh, love you, man. I'm, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Um, so, again, I put these in the description. It'll be in the description on YouTube and on Facebook and on Apple and Spotify. You can go copy and paste and go look this up if you guys want to change your life. Go study who these characters are. Understand how they fit the biblical counterparts. It's going to change your understanding of the origin of man. So, um, Enmed Yuranki is the prototypical Enoch who within the biblical mythology is said to have been taken up to heaven by God. However, with one particular mythology written in an early Semitic language, um, this Enmed Yuranki was taken to heaven by the gods Shamash and Adad. Okay, so again, same almost exact story within the Hebrew, the more Hebrew tradition mythology you have. Oh, it was just God. It was just God. And in another, you have, hey, it was actually these particular gods, Shamash and Adad. Because you have to understand, they different cultures worship different gods because different gods took affinity for different cultures. The Anunnaki were the founders of the Garden of E-D-I-N. Not E-D-E-N, E-D-I-N. Uh, what's up, Brittany? How are you doing, my friend? Welcome. Um, uh, see, yeah, we got more people on Insta, so that's good. Uh, that's why I'm doing it. Even if it's a handful, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure you find us. So, what's up, Molly? How are you doing? Uh, Shelly, thanks for being here. Uh, Fazzy, welcome. Glad you're here on Facebook as well. So, this is really, 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 really important, y'all. Look up in... Med Yoranki. There's only a little bit about him online, but you can go look at the Sumerian king list, which is in a uh, high-status museum. Um, and if I remember correctly from Zachariah Sitchin's book, um, as I was reading last night, they are prismatic-shaped seals. So you would actually roll them on clay to get the image out, similar to the cylinders. Um, and then that image, you're going to get the Sumerian king list. So in Yuranki appears as the seventh name in the Sumerian king list. And then incidentally, Enoch is listed as the seventh figure in the list of patriarchs within the biblical Genesis account. So mind-blowing, guys. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. I'm telling you guys, you have to understand this stuff. You cannot sit there in church on Sunday and buy everything that's given to you. And you cannot buy everything I give to you either. Go look it up. It'll change your life. In fact, get in the community that we have. We're going to have ongoing discussions about this stuff. I've got a whole section where I'm going to do show notes, little three-minute sessions after we're done every day on the live stream here. I'm going to give you practical ways to apply this over in our community. 
I'm also going to share with you my research notes over there. Uh, we have a Q&A section. We have weekly challenges. All of these things build up in video lists with all the videos. If you can't catch it one week, you can go back and can complete all of this. It's almost like a whole life course that we just have going on over there in the community. So please go check it out. Literally, it's only 19 bucks, and it helps support what we're doing here. And I need the support, guys. I need it. Creators like me have taken a lot of heat lately. These platforms have taken away, literally, I had a livable wage paycheck coming from some of these platforms, and overnight it was gone. And literally... I make a living because of you guys joining into our community. That community is where I serve you deeper, we connect deeper, we have calls on the weekends, and we get to have these conversations more and more over there. So if you're looking to join a community that is not there to judge you, we're there to love you, go check it out. Go check out my patron tribe over there on cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. It's in the description as well, and you can click on my profile picture wherever you're watching this and go find the link. So um, so according to the mythology in the Enuma Elish, this was 450,000 years ago when ancient astronauts touched down on planet Earth. So they were looking for gold. Their planet had uh, been having some problems with the atmosphere, allegedly, again, according to a lot of these mythologies and the interpretation of them with our modern scientific understanding, what these were actually saying. They found a bunch of hominids on this planet and they begin to genetically modify that hominid into the Homo sapien species using their own genetic technology um, to basically create a worker race of people for them to continue mining gold and resources from this planet. It's a story as old as time. You see it in Marvel. You see it in DC. You're going to see it in comic books. You're going to see it in the movies. And people, when they hear this, they think, oh, you've watched too many movies. No, 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 no. I read the mythologies and I now go, oh, that's where that came from. Oh, that's where this movie got it. Oh, that's where... There's nothing new under the sun, guys. It's all the same old story. And literally, the Matrix is trying to tell it to you over and over and over so that you remember where you came from. Then you have ascended beings and masters like Enki, like Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, whoever you, whoever your master is... You have all these ascended masters, gurus, and yogis reminding you that the light of God is within you because even when you were an animal, it was in you. And now that you are genetically modified and you're a highly evolved being as a human being, you now have even more access to it. And that light of God, by the way, your dog has the light of God in it. Your dog is in constant yoga. Your dog is doing yoga when he's eating his bowl of kibble. Your dog is like one with that bowl of kibble. That is the most important. That is that is truth at that moment. Your dog knows he's a part of God. You don't have to remind him. By the way, your dog tries to be God to you if you treat him right. And you can be God to your dog if you treat him right. That's why I stop. I help every animal I see in the ditch. I help every homeless person I can. Anybody that needs my help, if they're put in my divine path, I stop and help them. Give them a, a drink of water in the name, right? What's the name? The character of, okay? Not like, oh, in the name of Jesus, here's a bottle of water. I don't claim that over that person. I do it in the consciousness of, in the spirit of the Christ within me, the light of man within me. That's how I do it. 
I don't care how you do it, by the way. But I think if more people did it with this spirit, this heart, world would be a lot better place, by the way. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, would love it. Uh, love to do one of your groups, but with the time difference, it makes it difficult. So, Marilyn, you can do my groups. What's really cool, my groups are self-paced. It doesn't matter what what part of the world you're in, you can still engage in the group, okay? If, you're, if your daytime is when it's our middle of the night, um, guys, I everything is logged in there. All the videos are reposted in there. You can still interact with the group in there. You're not missing out on anything. So don't feel like, you know, if you're in Australia or England or something, like we actually have a lot of people around the world in our group. So there's other people that are catching up and engaging like when I, when I'm asleep and then I'll see it when I wake up and we're still a part of the group and I try to do events and stuff too that are more uh, like later at night and stuff to give you guys access to what we're doing. So yeah, you're in Africa. Um, no worries. I mean, seriously, consider joining the group if it's legal and you have access to the internet there. I know some places limit parts of the internet, but if you can access it over there, um, go for it. We would love to have you. I'd <clears throat> love to engage with you, by the way, uh, within the group, because like I said, everything's self-paced and I'm archiving and logging everything. We have people that miss the challenges from weeks ago that are going back through and doing them. So, and I'm rebuilding everything where you have a home tab on there on the community. It's all off of social media. So literally you can do it on your own time. There's a phone app if you want to use that. It's really, really rad y'all. So go check it out. So we'd love to have you over there, Fazzy. Please, please consider that. Um, and the checkout should convert like whatever your your currency is to U.S. currency. So it's all through a payment provider that's um, a global payment provider. So they should have no issue with that, by the way. If you do, you can reach out to me and we'll make sure I get you taken care of. So, um, Okay, so this is kind of where it heats up here. And it gets really interesting. The Sumerian and Akkadian clay tablets, the Babylonian and Assyrian libraries... Egyptian, Hittite, and Canaanite mythologies, as well as the biblical stories, all depict the wars and unions between gods and men. That's, I cannot say it any more simply for everybody, and for me too, by the way. Like, I'm talking to me in the back of the class. These are all saying the same thing. Only the character names have been changed to protect the innocent, right? Like, we've all heard that before. That's literally what it is. Some of these characters I've talked about, they are Thoth and Ra in the Egyptian. Um, and I'm working on a family tree that I'm going to post in our private community online, in the patron community, that will show the Anunnaki family tree and all the counterparts within the Egyptian, the Akkadian, the Babylonian. Um, so you can see all the names clearly. Look at the family tree and try to start to understand where all these religions come from, all of these different belief systems, so that you can return to the origin of belief systems, the origins of the gods and man, and the origin of the light of man within you, or the, the Christ consciousness, or the light of God, whatever you want to call it, the spirit of God, God the Father. That's what Jesus was talking about, something much different than these physical gods. He even said, no man has stood before the Father... 
And they're like, no, 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 our prophets did. And he's like, no, they didn't. Like he's telling them very, very clearly, but we're not told that in church because they need to keep this narrative together because it's too risky to deconstruct a narrative that's been perpetuated for 2,000 years. It's too risky. And somebody came at me the other day and said, oh, so you know more than 2,000 years of blah, blah, blah. I don't know more than anything, but I do have a brain and I do have a consciousness and I do have an open heart and an open mind and I have the ability to research and read some of the original mythologies and actually question and open my understanding to what all of this was. Uh, Yes, Jesus was of El Elyon, not Yahweh. Exactly. So El Elyon, like in the Canaanite mythology, is one of the most high gods, like kind of the the more like he didn't ever see him. He was more like a spirit that would speak through people kind of thing. Kind of the God most high type thing. Uh, thank you guys for the follows, by the way. I really appreciate that. Uh, that helps the channel out a lot. So thank you guys. Um, so yeah, it's again, it's, it's all, it's all there. I mean, if we just have eyes to see and ears to hear, and if we're willing to like, we got to get the feeling of hell off of our backs. That's the hardest part of all of this is like, Especially if you've grown up in a church tradition, you have like this, well, what if I'm wrong? And like one of my favorite lines that Jesus says is, I did not come to call the righteous, the right chess, but I came to call those that are out of vibration back into vibration with the God's source. What he specifically said was, I came to call sinners to repentance. But if you actually know what repentance is, it's about adjusting your vibration, getting out of the consciousness of sin and death and judgment and dogma and putting yourself back in the consciousness of love, forgiveness, unity, I don't know, mentality, back in vibration, Tara says, absolutely, truth, bro, respect, thank you, star, love you, my brother, Uh, Angel Appleseed, uh, love you, my friend, I know you guys are having a debate going on, love each other, love each other, love each other, and walk away if they won't leave you alone. Um, and, and it's just going to happen more. The bigger this channel gets, guys, the more heat it's going to take. You guys, thank you for standing up for it. Thanks for joining in the community. We can have conversations in the community that we can't have on social. So if you want to get deeper with me on all of this stuff, we got a lot of stuff going over there in the private community off of social media that we just can't do over here. So didn't Inky want to free us and the others keep us enslaved? When a war broke out, great question, Randall. You are absolutely right, and that's actually the next part of this. The rest, as they say, is history. It is unfolded in an epic tale of gods, fallen angels, and humanity. But what does all this mean in context to our own Ascension Protocol? So Anki is this character. He's the half-brother of Enlil. Enlil has a lot of qualities in common with Yahweh. Part of the Old Testament Yahweh character is pulled from Enlil, and part of it is pulled from Marduk. Um, Enlil... Um, ushered the flood in and decided to let all the people perish in the flood. And then I believe it was Marduk, and we'll get deeper into this. Don't quote me on this, but I believe it was Marduk actually tore the Tower of Babel down. They were trying to rebuild um, a Stargate, essentially, to return to the gods. Like, basically, here's the story. Here's the basic story. People like us but with a lot more technology and power, a lot more health and longevity. This is a really poor package, by the way, for the spirit within us. 
but highly evolved entities visited our planet 450,000 some odd years ago. This is all based on the mythology, but I'm going to break it down for you right now. They visited our planet. They found a bunch of monkeys here. They knew they needed to mine gold and other resources from this planet because they had tapped out their planet. Their planet was on about a 35,000 year loop around ours. And every 35,000 years they could jump off and back on. That's how you get different new stories of the gods throughout history. It's how our planet evolved. It's how it was terraformed. The Garden of Eden in the Sumerian was E-D-I-N. It was a genetic and breeding farm to perfect a human slave race. Enki comes into the garden, not as the serpent, but as the shining one. That's where the serpent ideology comes from because a shining one the iridescent translucent skin of a serpent shining like a rainbow in the sun is what was talked about where the gods they came from heaven from the stars they were shining their skin looked different they're iridescent and he's like hey did your god really say that you would be unalived from that no 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 no. you'll be like him because Enki knew, I know where you came from. We made you. And I know that the only difference at this point is the fact that you know it or not. And that you ascend or not. Ye shall be like gods. Ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken. Okay? So that that's the whole, like, that's what all of this is about. The fact that we were divinely made. We have all the same stuff. We need to ascend. We need to be upgraded. How do you upgrade? You meditate. You do yoga. You spend time in the sun. You get light codes in you. You read. You understand the mythologies. You remember. You tap into the Akashic Records. You go into the quantum mind. You learn the mysteries of the heavens. You learn the ancient healing practices. You learn the ancient ascension practices. You learn the, the ancient magics. That's what the, the, the fallen angels were judged for. By the way, Enki was a fallen angel. He had a child with a human woman. That's what God in the book of Enoch, one of the gods, was judging the fallen angels for. No, 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 no. You went down and you taught them plant medicines. You taught them how to paint themselves up, how to do makeup. You taught them how to work the earth. You taught them how to ascend. You taught them the esoteric magics and the secrets of vibrations, the secret, secrets of sound, the secrets of understanding yourself and others. Go look at all the things they were taught. You taught them how to protect themselves. Why did you do that? Now they've made armor and they've made swords. Now they're going to rise up against us. That's why God was mad. Because God was the half-brother of Enki who is that fallen angel that's talked about, oh, how far you have fallen from heaven, oh, shining one, son of the morning, Lucifer. That's where that mythology comes from, guys. I'm not telling you anything that's not there for you to learn, okay? This is not something I've made up. This is like, I've I've studied all of this. I understand how it connects. I don't claim to be the smartest person in the world. But at this point, I certainly know I'm not the dumbest. And I certainly know that I've given my life and my work and my effort and my love to this community to revealing the truth. I want you to know truth. 
You can't tell yourself the truth if you can't be willing to find truth that's already there for you within texts, within mythologies, within understanding all of this. Victoria says, I like how you think. Thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. Miss Universe, smiley face and a heart. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, and artifacts are not made up. I mean, you can't... Th these are all like clay. These are like visceral objects of antiquity that have these stories on them. And we have to be open-hearted and open-minded. Uh, human B3AN says, I'm glad I found you. Please consider joining our community. We have a lot of people that are losing this channel. Um, these social media algorithms are screwing with me and other creators all the time. So if you love what you're hearing, don't wait another minute. Go join our community. Go join the Patreon community. It's on the website. It's only 19 bucks a month. If you like what you're hearing here, you're going to love the people in the community. We have our Zoom call on Saturdays. I do all the show notes in the group over there. We have challenges every week. I just posted an incredibly heartfelt challenge video yesterday. We're all doing on our pieces of paper the things that we need in our life. The things that we want to see God manifest as to us. And we're going to watch some amazing things happen through that, through that creation challenge. So you guys, please, please, if you love, if you're like, oh, I love that I found you, don't just hit the follow button. Join the community. You get so much more access to me and all the people in the community. And we would love, love, love to have you. If you hate it, I'll give you your money back. You got a 30-day money-back guarantee over there. If you don't like it, email me. You get your money back. I have never given anyone their money back. Not one person has left the community within 30 days. The only reason we've lost people from the community is because of life changes or they're doing their own thing right now or money issues, whatever. I don't think any of you guys have the money issues at the $19 price point. I've lowered it a lot so everybody can get in. So please support what you love here. And go look up the Sumerian Akkadian clay tablets, the Babylonian and Assyrian libraries, the Egyptian, Hittite, and Canaanite mythologies, and the biblical stories. Understand the common message, the archetypal story arc that runs through all those. Again, it's in like the, the Eternals of Marvel, if you've seen that movie. It's like the same thing. You have these humanoid gods that have a whole heck of a lot more technology than we do. They're just like evolved by like a billion years past us. They could be us, by the way. They could be us in the future. Kind of weird, right? Like what a weird thought. But we have to understand who the gods are versus who the god's source is. And the god's source is in you. And it actually wants to manifest to you as... As an entity, as a spirit, as a voice, as a feeling, as love, as an actual intelligent entity. Because that's what it is. It's a massive, all-pervading, all-knowing entity. Not a little man in the sky. Yes, it will avatar into humanity. But we got to remember, Enoch and Noah are essentially what we would call today star seeds. They're a mix of of the homo sapien and the divine genetics. We don't have a clue what they look like, and I'm not here to debate skin color. They could have been pearlescent for all I know. I have no idea. I'm just talking about the core mythologies of all of this. I get people all the time. They were black. They were white. They were blue. They were yellow. Whatever. Like, go look at every culture. Every culture is going to depict 
the or original mythologies and the the most high god as the cultural god you know if it's hindu it's blue if it's sumerian it's black if it's um you know uh what, what do you call it norse it's going to be you know pure white like me if it's irish it's going to be a red-headed you know i mean come on guys we, we got to be honest about that now i do believe cradle of civilization You've got Samaria, which is obviously going to be a very dark complexion. So, like, I do believe that. Like, I do believe there were different cultures from different... By the way, Anunnaki is not a race of gods. It is those who from the heavens to earth came. It is anyone, okay? Blue, black, red, yellow, white, green, orange, indigo, violet, doesn't matter... They're all Anunnaki. Just like we got a lot of different people on planet Earth here. If we took a bunch of different people from planet Earth and went to another planet, started terraforming and genetically modifying a lower life form on that planet, one that didn't have creative thoughts, and we were able to put the genetic splicing into them that needed to make them fully upright, fully workable, and then you got some people that go, hey, it's not right what we're doing here. By the way, go watch the movie Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm not affiliated with any of that. I'm just, a, I love all the comic book stuff. I'm a big old nerd. But go watch Guardians 3 and go look at what the high evolutionary is doing. The high evolutionary is Enlil. The high evolutionary might even be the father of Enlil in this story. Adam, the word Adam means of the earth. So literally Adam was made by these gods. Okay, we've been told, we've been told in the Bible that it was God most high that made Adam. And that's just not true, guys. That is not true according to any of the ancient mythologies. That's only true according to our need to solidify a timeline, solidify a God, and try to simplify everything. Yeah, Victoria Water holds memory. Uh, Dr. Emoto did some incredible experiments with it, you know, freezing the uh, different water at uh, different frequencies, and it's amazing. It's amazing. That's why I drink pure water. I get my water filtered from a professional place. I feel a lot better when I drink real good water, filtered water. And I'm not a health expert by any means, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, da, 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 da. blue beans could have been people who were strong speakers in green mint heart power. Very good. Is it very good, Safira? Uh, that's a really good, like, you know, we got to understand too, it's not always like the physical appearance. They would put wings on these entities, not because they literally had wings, but because they came down in crafts and they didn't know how to depict flight other than put wings on them like a bird. So you see all these cave drawings and paintings and petroglyphs and hieroglyphs. Like that's how that all connects together. What's up, Daniel? How are you doing? Elohim is plural. That should be enough proof. Thank you, Randall. Absolutely. People argue with me about that all the time, by the way. All the time. And just because it says the most high God in a mythology or even in the Bible does not mean that it is. Like, you need to look at the character of it. And by the way, you need to deconstruct and understand that a God is not a man like us. 
that might be an angel, it might be a little G God, it might be an Elohim, a highly evolved entity, might be able to wipe us out. By the way, you can see evidence of nuclear wars thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Within the Anunnaki literature, there's a lot about that they literally went to war with each other and annihilated parts of this planet. And there's even one desert, I can't remember where it is, but I was watching on, on TV on the History Channel where... Um, you know, there's a lot of evidence that it's been nuked at some point, like way, way, way before we've had them. Where do you think we got them, by the way? Where do you think we learned how to fight each other and kill each other? I mean, it's it's ridiculous the way we treat each other. It's ridiculous. So just a reminder, I don't go live with people. You can apply to partner with me on my website if you're interested. Um... So that's kind of my message for today. Disclaimer, always do your own research. This is purely my opinion and the interpretation I have crafted from my studies based on the original texts. There's a lot of original texts. You'll learn a lot about them in the Lost Book of Enki by Zachariah Sitchin, the Earth Chronicles. I'm going to be reading through all of that, not so I can rip him off, but so I can understand, he had access to scholarly texts that we still don't. Even with the internet, some of these things are locked in museums. And if you don't speak or know how to decipher these ancient languages, you don't have a chance. That's how they hide knowledge. But actually, you can access it through the Akashic Records, through meditation. They're transferring your consciousness into the cosmic consciousness. You can recover all this information, by the way. And then as soon as you see one little thing, you can connect it like a lightning bolt. What's up, Merle? How are you doing? Like a lightning bolt to every other truth out there. And it's just like a, an entire web was made in a split second for you. The only way to get there is agree... Creator of the universe, purveyor of all things, the intelligent, energetic spirit, the Ruach, the breath, the wind of God, the God source and all things. I agree that I'm willing to give anything up if I can just find truth. Truth wherever it is. I don't care where it is. I don't care what religion or doctrine it's in. I want to see truth in all things and understand the bigger picture. I'm ready to start my life's work. I'm ready to start a new path, and I'm ready to find people that understand that and are doing the same thing. That was the prayer I prayed in 2020. The rest is history. I've lost literally everything for this. I didn't just wake up some morning and go, oh, I want to talk at people. Guys, I, I had to give up everything I had to give you this truth. That was hard. But if you want to say that agreement with me, or you've already said that, or you know in your heart it's time for you, don't wait another minute. Join our community. Be a part of what we're doing here. I'm going to push the community more and more and more because that's where we can do the real work. That's where we can really connect. That's where we can have calls. I want to get to know you. I can't get to know you if I can't get on a call with you, if I can't see your posts in the private community, if I can't hear your life story, if I can't help you unfold your spiritual gifts. We all have them, by the way. We just got to start using them. We got to agree that we have them. We got to quit being afraid. What if I piss off God? What if I... It doesn't work that way, guys. 
You can piss off the church. You can piss off people in the church, which I've done on many occasions. You can have friends and family members disown you and tell you that you're worthless and that you're leading people to hell. Uh, oh my says join on Facebook. So actually, it's we do have a Facebook group, but but to join, it's through my website. And we actually have an off Facebook platform, like a whole community platform, where all the stuff is happening now. So we still have a Facebook group because I think they're going to switch over to Metaverse stuff at some point. I want to make sure our group is still preserved there, so we can go do cool things, have meetups, help other people, like really do the work. That's why we have the Facebook group, but. Um, the main group is over on cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, cubcooker.com. And so, uh, that website's going to be your hub for all things. It's in my profile. It's in the description. Um, it's going to be anywhere. If you're on listening on the audio, you can find it down in the description. So, um, I have it listed in my profile everywhere. So it's literally the only website. It's the main hub. Um, I'm not running any other promo links right now or anything, so it's just just that, cubcooker.com. Scroll down under my profile picture and my handle there, and then you'll see all the different explanations of what the community is and why it's awesome and uh, the different value structure. And then you can click on any of the buttons that says yes, join. Easy peasy. Within five minutes, you can be in, and I'll welcome you over there. We'd love to have you. It's really cool. You can build out your own profile too, separately from any other social media. You can feel a lot more encouragement and openness to share over there rather than having something posted on social. So it's a really, really cool place for you guys. And and I did it because I wanted to serve you guys better, okay? Like uh, anybody can charge money and do a Facebook group, but we've built something really special and we're we're doing the work over there. So go check that out. Like I said, look at all of this. Uh, the names to remember from today, I'm just going to go back over them, give kind of some quick notes here. Honeybee says, great community. Absolutely. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, yeah, Melissa's a part of our community, a big part of our community over there. So um, so obviously Enoch and Noah we talked about, but look up Z-I-S-U-S-U-D-R-A, Zisudra, the Sumerian counterpart of Noah, and Enmed Yuranki. E-N-M-E-D-U-R-A-N-K-I, the prototypical Enoch uh, within the biblical mythology is said to have been taken up to heaven by God. And again, in the Semitic language mythology, it was that character, Enmed Yonki. Uh, Enmed Yuranki was taken up to heaven by Shamash, the god, and Adad, the god. So, um, and a lot of these, you know... They have deep meaning, too. Like I said, you know, Enlil is god of the air. Anke is god of the water. Um, who later was given title the lord of the earth when he wasn't actually given um, charge of this mission to earth. Because Enlil was actually enlisted as the lord of the command. Which literally ties into Yahweh being... Um, the you know kind of that in charge god he was in charge of all the other gods he's like nobody's before me i'm the greatest of all the gods i'm the goat that's what yahweh was saying you know um and whether it's yahweh y'all the bayoff demiurge enlil marduk you know again these all archetypal highly evolved lords of kind of the, the battle you know the command in charge of all of this stuff um 
you just have to look at the character. You have to look at the character. Uh, I love stories. I've always loved stories. I love telling stories. I love doing this type of thing with the artwork in the background. And um, that's my jam. That's what I am. I'm a storyteller, ultimately. I love creating content. I love engaging with people. Um, and being able to tell these stories and understand them, I can lay them out and imagine them. Um, and that's an important thing when it comes to your faith. Not in a religious tone, but faith in uh, a higher power and a spirit that pervades all things. Uh, faith in the quantum, faith in yourself and others and humanity, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I believe in the highest good for all of us. And that's, that's what we're here, the religion of love, right? So anyway... Victoria, thank you. Star, thank you. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. Um, Lisa, thanks for being here. Honeybee, appreciate you guys greatly, greatly. Oh my, thank you for being here. And you guys that have said you wanted to join the community, I'll see you over at kabukuker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. I'll welcome you over there. If you guys have any questions, don't don't hesitate. Tag me in that in the platform over there on my website. And uh, we can start a conversation. There's Q&A if you have questions over there. Whatever you guys want. So, Missy, love you, my friend. Thank you for being here. So, you guys have an awesome day. This is a lot to look up. This was a lot today. But, I'm actually going to be back this afternoon. Again, we're doing this all day, every day, y'all. I've got, I've got to do this, okay? I, I keep going back and forth between two podcasts a day and one. Now that we've simplified the group and stuff like that, I think I'm going to try to do two a day again for a while, um, just because I think it's important. So this afternoon, I'm going to talk about, we're going to go through Enoch and the Watchers and understand how the Watchers and the Elohim tie into the Anunnaki gods a lot deeper. So I'll do part two of this this afternoon, probably around 4 p.m. So you guys go check that out. I'll be live right here on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Apple and Spotify. Love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com is the hub for all things. You can follow all my official socials over there and join our patron community. I love you guys. Peace.